all you gardening cats and gators, welcome to the February 9th uh, Gardening with Cisco show. And uh, oh la la, have you noticed there is some snow out there? Well, I walked six to six and a half miles. I'm not sure exactly how far from my house to get here into the studio. And a lot of people probably think I'm nuts, but I loved it. It was really fun. I'm quite a walker. So I walk six miles every day. Not, and that doesn't count when I every other day that I take my pup on a three mile walk too. So and then another mile walk after dinner. So I am a walker. <laughs> hey, and I loved it. And I'm going to walk home again too. All right. Hey, I just I've got a great guest. I got a few announcements I got to make. So listen careful. First one is that hey, be careful for your hummingbirds. If you got hummingbirds and you've got a hummingbird feeder out there. Don't let that freeze. Have a spare. Go buy a spare. Keep keep it full. Keep replacing them. My sister-in-law told me the hummingbirds are like banging against her window when it freezes. Go and give us some food. So uh, I don't hang a hummingbird feeder, but I've got uh, so many plants that feed them in the winter that uh, it takes care of it. And I noticed that on my big uh, manzanita, Austin Griffith, even under the snow, the hummingbirds were in there getting that nectar. So, uh, but hey, and uh, there's a link right on the front page of Cisco.com this morning for where you can buy uh, online uh, hum- heated hummingbird feeders. So they're supposed to work really well. I travel too much. I don't feed uh, hummingbirds because I, if I leave, I want to make sure they are used to my plants, not a feeder. But um, but they are sold out. Surprise, surprise. But uh, so buy one for next year. You got to have an outlet. That's all. All right. Now I'm about to introduce my great guests. I always love having them on the show. Before I do, I have to announce that uh, I. That's one of the reasons I walked in instead of doing a best of Cisco this morning, because <laughs> I'm really excited about this. I get to give away. Two sets of four tickets to the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival, and that is coming up February 20th through the 24th at the Convention Center downtown, and it's going to be a really great show this year. So here's how I'm doing it. The first people that call in, I'm going to be interviewing my guests for the first half hour, so you're going to be stuck waiting, but if you really want these tickets, it's quite a value then you're going to want to just call in and do something till the half hour. <laughs> you can listen to the show, but do whatever you want. But right after the news in the second half hour, I'm going to go to the phones. And the first two people that called, you got to have a garden question for me. If you can solve my tough, tough, and you know how tough these Cisco Garden Stumper questions are, if you could solve it, I think I'm going to give four tries on the first one, and there's only three possibilities. So you got a good chance. But I'm going to, uh, we're going to let the first two people that called, uh, they're going to get their chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the Northwest uh, Flower and Garden Festival. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But right now, I want to introduce my guests, so it's, Lloyd Glasscock, you've heard him on the show before. He's the garden coordinator for the Northwest Florida Garden Festival. So he's the guy that he he works with all these different people that make these great uh, gardens. He guides and oversees the construction 
and of all the display gardens at the festival, and he does one too. So, <laughs> hey, Lloyd, how are you, buddy? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I just loved my walk in here this morning. It was so fun. It's just, it's a winter wonderland out there, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is that. I, I shoveled my driveway, so I did the, uh, shoveled the six inches of snow out of the driveway this morning. So that was my project. Yeah, I'm only depressed by one thing. Wouldn't you know, I just got my pup, Izzy, spayed. Uh, four days ago, so all this wonderful snow, you know, and I can't take her out, mm-hmm. and she can't run around or do anything fun. So uh, she looks out the window and cries. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I got to leave her in. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Hey, listen, I am so excited about the uh, Northwest Flower and Garden Festival this year. You know, uh. It's really cool that the theme this year is Gardens of the World, and I went and looked at the gardens in the website. Oh, man, there's a lot of variety in the gardens this year, huh? Yeah, there really is. You know, when we create the theme, we do try to make it so that the, the landscapers can uh, uh, to make it work for the, their type of business as well, right? So we do do that, and it was really neat to see everything coming in, and we do have gardens around the world. Now, the biggest thing we've got to remind people is when we say gardens of the world, we're talking about different regions and influenced by it. It's not like somebody's recreating Versailles or something like right, that. Right, yeah. It's more of a of, a, of an echo, if you will, uh, of those kinds of things and, and a, uh, a salute to those. But nobody's like creating Tivoli Gardens or something like that. So but you've, you've got somebody's making that. that lost garden of hell again, which I've been to, yeah. and uh, it's really a neat garden. So I'm, I'm going to be really curious to see what they come up with for that. Yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting. Um, uh, that will be. I, I, I saw that, and I'm just... Always excited to see how the darn thing comes together because, uh, you know, you come in, we come into this big empty box, right? Yeah. And then the, the mulch and soil comes, you know, sawdust, sawdust and mulch comes in, and then the stone comes in. And again, we're in a big empty box. And it just is so fun to watch it come together. Oh, um, I've been there. Request. Yeah. Oh, you've seen it. Yeah. 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 And I, it is unbelievable how they do it. Because they only get what a weekend to, to build these three days, uh, three days yeah, to build these gardens. Three days, and of course, with this horrible snow, oh, yeah. uh, we're we have, we're hoping you know Maranakos, of course, the Maranakos Rock Center, who does a great job every year for us. Uh, they are uh, they are a great garden partner for us, and they are chained up, ready to come in uh, if they need to be. Um, but you know, everybody else seems. Uh, Ready to come. And, you know, the good thing is that the, the Washington State Convention Center is right on the main route into the city. Thank goodness. Uh, the loading dock is on the main route into the city. It's all highway. It's not like you're going uh, up to, uh, you know, Ravenna Avenue or some darn thing. You're, yeah, you're on a main main highway, really, to get here. So Yeah, that'll you know, the, help uh, a lot. Program, yeah, it makes a big difference, you know. The, um, I'm I'm remote today, as you know. I'm up in Arlington today because come down my road. <laughs> oh yeah, oh boy, <laughs> crazy! I but didn't want to drive my Cooper. little Mini Cooper. You know, I just I don't want to oh, wreck it. <laughs> well, yeah, listen, yeah. hey Lloyd, hold on. We got to take a break. So uh, uh, we're, when we come back, we'll tell people all about these incredible gardens. 
And I got I got some great. great stumper questions to give away these tickets today. This is going to be really fun. So I want to remind people, you might want to call pretty soon if you want to get a chance to win these tickets. The number is one triple eight nine seven three Cairo. One triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. And you got to ask me a garden question, and then you got to solve my tough, tough, tough stumpers. Oh my gosh. They put people into tizzies of nervous anxiety. They're so hard. So, <laughs> all right, Lloyd, hang on, will you, buddy? Okay. Yeah. All right. And we'll be right back on 97.3 Cairo FM right after this. And we're heading back to talk to Lloyd Glasscock, and uh, they're going to be building these gardens soon at the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival. And uh, that th- this year it is Gardens of the World. And uh, by the way, the festival goes February 20th through the 24th, and uh, lots of different gardens from different parts of the world, huh, Lloyd? Yeah, we covered it really well this year. Um, we're going from Ireland to Africa to uh, the South, you know, Southern South Seas. Uh, we have a few woodland gardens, you know, um, uh, you know, typical Northwest type or Canada, if you will, because <laughs> that's part of the world. Yeah. Uh, Mediterranean. We have a couple of Mediterranean gardens this year. So really some fun stuff. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Of course, I look forward to it every year. Uh, but all the different stuff we're going to see this year should really, really be neat. Um, we've crowded the floor a bit too. Oh, so it'll. Uh, uh, we've moved some things around that we haven't previously done. So we played with the floor plan a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see how our traffic goes. It. it, it I'm looking forward to it. I yeah, always are. Always do. I'm really excited about it. now. Uh, so there's one garden from Ghana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, our friend. That's our friends at West Seattle Nursery. And oh they yeah, do such a tremendous job, right? They, oh, yeah. they really do a nice job with. They, what do. they do, and uh, you know, you, you think of uh, you think of Africa as being uh, arid, but Ghana is actually quite lush in, in areas, right? And, uh, uh, sure. Uh, so they're going to do do a lot of house plants and oh, other uh, warm season plant materials. And house plants, of course, are huge right now. So they will be showing how you can use house plants in your indoor areas um, uh, more than what you may do just having a pot on a shelf. Uh, maybe creating a garden room almost with uh, with indoor house plants. That's oh. like great ideas for how to do that. There is my guess. Oh, I love uh, that. Uh, I, I'm going to take my wife yeah. Mary over there because she already says you have to take a malaria pill to walk in my house. But there's always room for more house plants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it'll, it it should be great. They, those folks up there at West Seattle do such a great, you know, all of our gardeners do, but West Seattle Nursery, uh, they do such a great job with the plant material at the show. Just a, really a good eye for it. Yeah. Now, I knew, the minute I looked at the gardens, I knew which one you did. Cause, you know uh, which one I'm doing? Yeah, because it's, uh, it's got Scottish in it. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, and Ireland, because I know on. you've been to Ireland recently too. Yeah, we just got. We know that was uh, was that this year too. I think it was. It's hard to keep track, but oh, yeah, yeah. We just uh, it's uh, 
We are going from the west coast of Ireland to the uh, to central Scotland in this garden, is what wow. we're thinking we're doing. <laughs> you know, these things, you know, they sometimes change when you're actually putting them in. Uh, but we're having a lot of fun with it, and uh, it, it should be uh, should be a, a good big hit. Now, some of these gardens, of course, aren't really necessarily something you'd put in your own back landscape. Uh, some of these are uh, garden for entertainment's sake, and that's really what this is. It's Although if somebody wants to put it in, I'm sure Maranathus would be thrilled because it's going to have a lot of stone in it. Oh boy! Uh, but it'll it'll be uh, it'll be more of a stone stone garden than um, than typical lush plantings and such. But it should look, if we do our job right, it should look terrific. I can't wait to see that one. And uh, so, uh, and then there's some Asian gardens in there. Yes, yes, we've got a we've got a Tony from Redwood Builders is uh, taking us on a trip to Japan. And then he's using a lot of bonsai in his garden. And then Dan from Elandon Gardens, uh, and they're in Bremerton. Oh, yeah. And they've done the show regular. They're regular contributors to the show, and they really seem to love it, which is great for us and, and for them, too, because we have this outlet for them to do this. And, uh, you know, Dan um, Dan Robinson at Elandon is a noted uh, bonsai expert. And oh, yeah. has his work throughout the United States. And... Uh, uh, it's it's one of those uh, neat things that he shares us at the show, and he actually, while he's doing the show itself, Dan is there in front of his exhibit showing people how to do bonsai, which is really nice. He's uh, very uh, welcoming as show, for showing how to do these things, so people can get a feel for it. But it should be uh, his uh, son Will is a stone carver, yeah, stone artist, I should say. So they're having more stone art in the garden uh, this year, I think, than oh, they've good. had in the past. I well love that. The other things they do. Yeah, oh, yeah. It should be great. Yeah, yeah. Over the years, he's done a few of the artworks for Dan's gardens, and I've always loved yeah. them. Wow, well, this, yeah. this is going to be really an exciting year. Now, are you going to hang around? You're going to be at the pre-party, I know. Yeah, I'll be there. Of course, uh, once I once I get to, I get to the conference uh, convention center on Friday night, and I'm waiting for trucks Friday night. So I'll probably get to leave there probably about 11 p.m., maybe 11:30 <laughs> p.m. Friday night. Uh, uh, and then I'm there again the next. Yeah, you know, yeah. Listen, then I'm you there again the next morning at six, and then I'm there every day until the 25th or 26th, I think, of uh, of uh, February when we break it down. So if I were you, buddy, uh, I would get a hotel. Right away, because if it snows, you got to be there. (laughs) (laughs) The show's taking care of us on that for sure, or or the festival is. So, yeah, no, they're taking good care of us there, because we actually just, uh, a lot of us leave our vehicle, we would walk to and from the convention center, right? Yeah. Just a couple blocks away. Uh, But, no, we stay downtown for the entire, what is it, 10? It's about 10, 12 days. So, I assume you're going to be living in a kilt. For the show now that you did the Scottish no, just garden, just one day. No, just the one day. <laughs> <laughs> I wear my I wear my kilt on Tuesday night for the preview. Uh, preview All right, event. yeah, yeah. Uh, too great. Listen, it's so great having you on the show, and I wish you could have come down, been on the whole time. But uh, I really appreciate uh, uh, getting a chance to talk to you about these great gardens, and uh, I can't wait to see them. It's going to be a great, great year. No, it'll be terrific. Uh, people are excited. Uh, the the color's still going to be there. Uh, don't let the weather scare you. 
Uh, it, it's going to be a great looking show this year. Uh, I think it is every year and every year we try to do better. Right. So yeah. uh, I think we're going to have a great looking show. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if it's better than last year, cause it was fantastic. I can't wait. So, uh, Hey, thanks again. Stay warm over there. Get your rest. You need it. <laughs> okay. My friend. I'll okay. See you at the show. All right. See you at the show, Lloyd. Bye-bye. Okay, bye, Cisco. Uh See ya. And that's Lloyd Glasscock, the garden coordinator for the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival. So uh, he's got a big job, but he does it great. So, all right, we're going to take a break. Now, you contestant number, you contestant people that called, you're going to get your chance to win your tickets to the Northwest Flower and Garden Show. You'll be able to use them any day you want. From February 20th through the 24th, but I hope you come on Friday the 22nd because I'll be doing like 9,000 things there that day. (laughs) You might run into me on other days too, but you still got to win those tickets by answering my tough, tough Cisco Garden Stumper questions. So get nice and nervous till we come back after the news. Right back on 97.3 Cairo FM. And I'm really excited because I get to give away two four-packs of tickets to the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival. So uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. And I've come up with some good questions. So right now we're going to start by uh, going to Vicki in Gig Harbor. Hi, Vicki. How are you? Hi, Susan. Well, we're, we're okay. We're kind of socked in down here. Yeah. How are you? Hey, doing great. Well, at least, you know, I'm just hoping when I walk home the six miles home, because I walked six miles in this morning, which I enjoyed a lot, but I hope we don't have a power outage when I get home. Oh, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be horrible, except you'll, you'll be pretty warm from your walk. At That's least. true. I And I just grab my puppy and put her in a sleep bag with me, and that'll take care of everything. So. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Well, listen, now, you're going to get your chance to win these tickets. But first, uh, you you have to ask me a garden question first. I want to ask you a question. Great. Okay. What, what can I do about my windmill palms that are covered with snow? Should I leave the snow on them or gently take the snow off? And, and what's, what's what plant are, is covered? Like the windmill palms, they're really big. Oh, probably yeah, six, yeah, seven yeah. Feet tall. That's funny. My wife, Mary, came in this morning. She showed me a picture on her phone. She said, that's your windmill palm out there. (laughs) It was so covered. Well, I think of all the plants you have, I think you have to worry the least about that. Because those fronds have so much given them. You know, they're made to take the wind. So they don't tend to to bend down and get stuck in a down situation. However, you could, it, you know, the whole palm could fall over if there's too much weight on it, especially with this wind we're getting. So it wouldn't hurt to yeah. go out there with, uh, you know, a, a broomstick or something and just whack the tweedle out of it. You're not going to hurt it. And uh, that should, it's all going to land on you, you know. That's the way this works. Yeah. But, <laughs> 
But yeah, so just to be safe, you could go out and do that. When I get home today, I'm, I'm going to see what the wind does. It might clear some of my plants off. A lot of them, I want to leave the snow on, shrubs and things, because I think it'll protect them from the cold. But something like a windmill uh-huh. pond, they're hardy as a rock. You don't have to worry. They come from the high Himalayan mountains. So uh, they'll oh. be fine if you knock the snow off and you don't have to worry about it falling over or anything like that. Oh, thank you. Okay, now now it's my turn to try and stump you. This is for four tickets to the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival. Are you ready for a tough question? Okay, here it comes. So every year at the show, and this is really fun, and a lot of people don't know about this, they hide something in every one of the display gardens at the show. And it's a special deal for the kids so the kids can sign up to, to go find these things. And if they could find them in all the gardens, they get a prize. I think they get a plant. So, so, uh, so, what, um, so, you know, the kids are out looking for these things all the time. And they've done different things over the years. So you have to guess what they're hiding in the gardens this year. But I give, I'm going to give you four choices. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Is it uh, Brussels sprout stalks? Is it gnomes? Is it airplanes? Or is it bowling balls? And you only get four tries on this. (laughs) We'll start with um, airplanes. You got it on the first try. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was great. Now, listen, uh, in a minute, I'm going to take a break. But before I do, what I want to do is uh, have you uh, hold on so that Brian, our our man in the controls here, can get all your information, okay? Okay. Okay. And I want to... Thank you, Cisco. Oh, yeah. You Thank betcha. You so... work today. Oh, great. Don't, don't hang up. Whatever you do, Vicki. All right. Okay. Okay. Nice talking to you. And uh, so Donna and Port Ludlow, we're going to go to you next, but I'm going to take a break first, okay? Now, I want to also, I want to tell everybody, though, that it's really fun. If you know what they're hiding in all the gardens, even if you're a grown-up, you won't win a prize, but it's really fun to make it a game with whoever you're with. Oh, kids love this. So you go around and try and find that airplane in every garden, and they use them in all different ways. It's really a lot of fun. I remember the year they did do bowling balls. Some of them had wigs on. <laughs> you never knew. Sometimes I'm like, is that a bowling ball? So it's a lot of fun. All right, so when we come back, Donna in Port Ludlow is going to get her chance to win four tickets to the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival And remember, it's February 20 through 24, and I'm going to be there doing Garden Jeopardy in the uh, afternoon, and I'm also going to be doing uh, Container Wars in the morning, and I'll be there on Friday, but every day is so fun. I don't know. You just got to go every day. That's the only way to solve it. So, Donna, hold on. We'll be right back. 97.3 Cairo FM.
I'm having a lot of fun giving away tickets to the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival. And uh, so um, right now we are going to go to Donna in Port Ludlow. Hey, Donna, how are you? Hi, Cisco. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. So you're going to get your chance to win four tickets to the Northwest uh, Flower and Garden Festival. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, great. Okay, you get to ask your question first, then I'm going to try my best to stump you. Okay. Okay. Um, all of, I had so many hellebores blooming before all this snow. Oh. Um, what's going to happen to them? I mean, they're completely covered. Well, all right. Now, you know, this is a good question because I'm not sure. I had a whole bunch blooming, too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so what I've seen in past years is where it got really, really cold with no snow, sometimes it killed the flowers. But almost every time we had really cold weather, but the plants were covered with snow, when the snow melted, the flowers popped right back up and did their thing for another couple of months, as they always do. So I think... As long as that wind doesn't blow all the snow off everything, I think they're going to be fine. And even if it does, they're very tough plants. Chances are they'll make it through and keep flowering for quite a while. But it's going to help if the snow is covering them. Oh, and, and they're saying this stuff is going to stick around for a long time. Yeah, great, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm enjoying I'm, it, but I... About it as I was maybe yesterday. Uh, what? What was that? I'm not quite as excited about oh. the white stuff today as I was yesterday. Boy, I know what you mean. And I'll tell you, even just walking in here that six miles this morning, I was slipping around like crazy. It's, uh, it's that snow is heavy. I can't believe we're going to get more. This is a record year. So It is. Okay, are you ready for a tough, tough question? I think so. All right. So, one year at the Northwest Flower and Garden, we used to call it the show, but festival, I gave a talk about how to beautify your garden and things. And I was quoted as saying that your property value will go down by a certain percentage if you put a gnome in the landscape. <laughs> so you have to guess what percentage I said your property value will go down, but I'll give you some choices. Was it okay. 50%, 60%, or 70%? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, well... I'll try 50%. Try one more higher. How about 60%? You got it! That was a great comeback. <laughs> but, you know, but I've been feeling really guilty ever since I said that. So I've changed my mind. Putting a gnome in your garden changes your, lowers your property value by 70%. <laughs> oh my God. Except there is an exception, though, and that is that somebody actually put a gnome in their garden that looks exactly like me, 
And in that case, the property value actually went up 90%. So there is, there are exceptions to this. So, hey, yeah. you, you do good. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Donna. Listen, I'm going to stick you on hold, okay? And then, okay. uh, because you got to stay on there so Brian can get all your vital statistics. And I hope you say hi to me at the show. I certainly will. All right, Donna. Thank you so much. So hang on there. And uh, uh, so right now, I think what I'm going to do is uh, I don't have an email that came in yet, but I did have an experience this morning that I thought I'd share with you right now. And that is that uh, one of my favorite next-door neighbors came over this morning and uh, said, could you look at this on my phone? And this pretty good-sized tree, I'd say over t- uh, about 18 to 20-foot tall tree covered with snow came down in her backyard. Now, I've experienced this happening before. This happened to my really good friend, George Pinu. Uh, he was our extension agent for many, many years in King and Pierce County. And uh, he called me up one day <clears throat> and said, Cisco, you got to get over here. I need your help. So I whipped over there. And uh, they what he had was really heavy ice. So they had a rain. The rain froze when it got dark and got colder out. All the rain froze on the trees. He lived on a Kent, and it was so heavy that uh, some of his trees came down. Now, George Pinu had a garden filled with the rarest, most unusual trees you'll see anywhere. He grew most of them from seed. He had a spectacular garden, and it was funny because sometimes you'd see— uh, coyote puppies running around in his backyard. No kidding. I've seen that there. So anyway, he said, I need help because I'm going to set some of these trees back up. So we got over there and we took, we used ropes. So one of us would try and push the trees up. Now these, I think the biggest one we fixed was probably about 15 feet tall. It was a uh, Embothium coccinium Chilean fire tree that came down, and the roots pulled right out of the ground when it came down. It didn't break because you couldn't fix that if it broke in half, ring. And uh, so what I I would push it up, he'd pull with the rope. When we got it to the height we wanted it, straight up again, and I would dig behind it and then bury the roots so that it was planted just like it was because— uh, when we tried to set it back up, I had to dig first because when we tried to set it back up, there was nowhere for the roots to go. It was a big mess. So I had to dig out. Then we buried the roots as they should be. Everything was right. And he had to leave it tied, a big rope, on the tree. And he figured it was going to take maybe five years before the new roots grew well enough for that tree to stand on its own and we could replace take away the rope. So I told the woman that came this morning, I said, you know, we could, uh, you could straighten this back up. It's going to take a lot of strong people to do it. And I said, then you're going to have to have a really strong rope tied to something really strong. She goes, the only thing I got to tie to is my deck out there, the balcony uh, railing. And I said, how strong is that? She said, it's not strong at all. I just said, 
that tree is gone. You can't save it because you'd have to. And it would look horrible with a big rope tied to the tree for five years. So, you know, she was like, oh, bummer, you know. But sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. The other thing we did at George's house, some big branches broke out of trees from the weight. We put those branches back up, drilled holes through the tree, put in leg bolts. These are bolts that you could put a nut on each side. We put big washers, and we basically uh, bolted the trees, the big branches, back together on these trees where they had broke. And... uh, you can't put, you can't do, uh, you can't drill all in a row. We drill three holes through, but they had to be offset from each other, not in a line, or you can get problems. And then we uh, basically bolted them back together. I went, I've, I used to go to his house all the time, but I went over there five years later. We went back to look at what we had done. You couldn't even tell where we had put the bolts through. The trees were perfect. Every one of those trees is still standing. Hey, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. Make sure you get your puppy out there into that snow. They're going to love to live and tweet a lot of this. Brian, thanks a lot. We'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye. Do you understand?